Another notable journalist is firing shots at Coach Prime in Colorado. I'll tell you why, who, and a little bit more about it on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Bus. I am your host, Kevin Borba. Today's episode of Locked on Bus, we're going to be talking about Dan Patrick. That's the sports journalist in question who took, who, didn't, who didn't really take a shot, but he kind of warned people not to have so much faith in Coach Prime in Colorado, which could be a shot, I guess. Um, I'm going to give you some recruiting updates. And then t- also, I'm going to talk about Travis Hunter because he was ranked as one of the top 100 college football players in the country. Um, big news for Colorado fans. But before we do, I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Bus your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also available on YouTube, as uh, my viewers know. Okay, so if you guys aren't aware, Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, is the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, it has generated some attention, uh, generated a lot more media coverage. Um, I myself have was asked to do a podcast um, following the, following him taking the job. Um, the spring game itself, they gave out 300 media passes compared to their normal 50. Um, it's what they said. So obviously Coach Prime has kind of upped the buzz, upped the ante in Boulder. But we've seen Urban Meyer, Joel Klatt, um i'm sure i'm missing other people but those are the two that stand out say that colorado should be contending by year two um we've seen the buffs bring in the number one transfer portal class a top 20 recruiting class and all of this and people are still kind of trying to find ways to not shoot him down but kind of doubt or put out the the fire um if you will and not it's not a bad fire it's a the fire of everybody being so excited about it and the latest person to do so was dan patrick who's one of the most respected sports radio um, people in the game uh, he was asked about it and he says we have wishful reporting in the media because Colorado is a big story we've caught up with oh my gosh Deion Sanders how long before he competes with a na- for a national title we've run with this and then he continues saying they were terrible last year they're not going to be good this year said Patrick drawing parallels to the media frenzy that surrounded Odell Beckham's free agency um, after he tore his ACL nobody wants to be a buzzkill going yeah they're probably going to win two games um, and then he continued saying, uh, I've made these mistakes before you get caught up in the hype. And then he says, what if Dion goes Oh, and five and he might, but that doesn't mean he won't be successful. Um, so, and then it continues talking about the article. itself. continues talking about how Colorado's a 20 and a half point underdog against TCU and all that. Um, let me talk about why Dan Patrick is saying this, um, because there is some truth to it. I do think that um, which I've tried to avoid. Uh, there are some people out there that are calling for a Colorado championship immediately. And realistically, I don't know if that's feasible in year one, uh, maybe year two or three, I could see them contending nationally, but we know, um, and this is according to 24 seven sports that you have to have a blue chip ratio of 53% or more, um, to be able to win a championship. Um, otherwise, you, you you just won't <laughs> like no one since let me pull up the the year and let me let me pull it up for you guys because i don't want you to think i'm just making this up um where is it here we go okay so last year 2020 
going into the season, there was 15 teams that had a chance to win the championship. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Texas, LSU, Clemson, Notre Dame, Florida, Oregon, Michigan, Penn State, Miami, and Auburn. Obviously, this isn't predicting who's going to be the best teams. Those are just the teams that based off of the blue chip ratio, which um, is having a roster constructed of made up of at least 53% or more players um, be four or five stars. And then obviously it says this, it's not to say that development doesn't matter because obviously TCU developed their guys last year pretty well to the point where they were the first non blue chip heavy roster to make it. But that's probably why Colorado won't win in year one. Um, but the more time Coach Prime's on campus, the more t- elite recruits he's going to get already. They're nearing the top 25 um, in the tw- excuse me in the 2024 recruiting class. Um, but there's been some people kind of, I want to say not leading, which Colorado, if Colorado, if- whoops, accidentally got my mic muted here. Um, but what I was saying is that Colorado, for some reason, wins it all this or not for some reason. But if they somehow win it all this year, I'll definitely issue out some apologies. But I don't think they're going to be winning it all in year one. I think the realistic goal for them has been five to six wins, maybe seven is their ceiling. So as I've been saying, you go check me in every episode. And I think if they surpass that, great. Even if they hit five to six wins, I think that's a fantastic season considering where they were last year. Um, but I think some people reporting on this are trying to benefit off of i guess coach prime so when you bring up coach prime and you say he's going to win it all you're obviously going to get it going to get a ton of attention and while attention's great for people in the media business obviously that's what we we all want and need uh, to be successful um that's that'd be i'd be lying to you if i said i think colorado's going to win the championship in year one um i'll gladly admit if i'm wrong but i guess we'll find out um the other thing that stood out to me was patrick dan patrick saying Compared it to the Odell free agency, I don't think it's that dramatic. Um, I think Odell is, I, th- I see where the comparison is though, because Odell is obviously a huge personality, um, but he hasn't been the same receiver since the catch in like two or three years. Um, he had a decent stint with the Rams where he was on track to be in the Super Bowl MVP, I guess you could say, but he's injured all the time. Um, and I just, I feel like he's just a really cool player, and that's why people still are hyped about him. I think people are hyped about coach prime because of all the talent he's brought in. I just think that we don't really, we'll never truly know. I mean, not never, but we won't truly know how good they are until we see them take the field. So we're going to have to continue to worry about that. And so, and then Patrick said, I've made these mistakes before you get caught up in the hype. What if Dion goes on five and he might, I don't know if he goes on five to start the season um, because that would include losses to Nebraska, Colorado state, um, TCU, Arizona State, I think, is out there week five. So I think they should win at least three of their first few games. Um, I'm not, I think the winnable games, and I've talked about before, Colorado State, Arizona State, and Nebraska, I think those are all winnable. Um, where they like, I would pick them to win without a doubt. I think TCU could be a little more tough. And then USC and Oregon, obviously, those are tougher games as well. But I think people are just trying to, I, I don't think Dan Patrick's trying to shoot down the coach prime experiment because he does say that he's confident in him. I just think he's trying to get people, especially those reporting to kind of pump the brakes on making it seem like the buffs are going to win it all. Um, but Hey, if you're excited about it, be excited about it because Colorado's program is trending in the right direction. That's all that matters. Um, what else that matters though, is this episode of locked on buffs is brought to you by our lovely sponsors over at bird dogs. 
bird dogs are versatile shorts. Um, you can really do them. You can do wear them for anything. You can take them to a nice dinner. Um, I wore mine yesterday, play some slow pitch softball. Um, our season started. Uh, it was a little toasty. Our team won 11 to one. Um, had my bird dogs on feeling good. Um, they fit like a, to me, they fit like a, a basketball short, if you will. Um, they're loose where they need to be. And fellows, they're, they're comfortable where they also need to be. Um, they're stretchy fabric. Um, I feel like they kind of give you a little leeway too. Um, they're definitely comfier than my other shorts and pants. Um, and I think you guys should get some as well. Uh, so I wore mine to play softball that worked out. Um, my cousins wear them to play golf. They're big fans of them. I know some people could, you could honestly pass them as, uh, nicer shorts to wear to a restaurant. So they're kind of versatile and can do it all. Um, so go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And if you do that, you enter a promo code locked on college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. Um, so again, go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. When you enter the promo code locked on college, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. Um, go get some life changing shorts. They're very comfortable. You won't want to miss out. Okay. So we talked about Dan Patrick talking about coach prime and why people shouldn't be too invested in him in year one, uh, kind of like pump the brakes a little bit, I guess you could say, but now let's talk about some, one of Colorado's best players, um, on threes, Nick Schultz, which I don't know if it was like him and other writers, but he's the one that published it. So I'm just going to say Nick Schultz, um, released his top 100 players in college football for 2023. And lo and behold, Travis Hunter was there. Um, he ranked pretty high. Uh, and this is what they had to say. Travis Hunter enters the season as one of the more hyped newcomers. The former five stars transferring up from FCS Jackson State to join Deion Sanders in Colorado and is expected to see time as a receiver and corner for the new look Buffaloes. I'm interested to see how he holds in coverage, but his ball skills are among the best I've seen from a young prospect. And so Travis ranked as the number 31 player in the country um, behind notable people such as Notre Dame um corner Benjamin say or Benjamin Morris excuse me uh Cameron Kinches from Miami JC Latham at Alabama Brant Cuthy at Utah uh JT Tuamolo at Ohio State and then some other guys like Xavier Worthy Emeka Agbuke at Ohio State so he's up there in the mix and he's only a sophomore um didn't get to play his whole season last last year had some injuries that kind of pulled slowed him down but he still was pretty good in those times that he did play um again having a guy like travis hunter one for starters being able to bring in the number one recruit definitely works wonders for your recruiting the rest of the way because obviously when you show that you can bring in the number one recruit it kind of shows other recruits that hey if he's willing to go there i should be willing to go there too two travis hunter is such a dynamic athlete um he's going to do something rare at the college level that we don't really see anymore he's going to play both ways which i think the only person that i can confidently say there's two that I remember in the past, we'll say seven, eight years that played both ways and were like really useful. Um, Julia, Julius Peppers, Jabril Peppers um, from Michigan, and then Miles Jack from UCLA. Uh, Jabril played safety and kind of like a running back receiver role. And then Miles was a running back and then also linebackers currently. Both guys are in the NFL. Um, I think Travis has that potential to be probably better than both of them um, because I think he's going to be heavily used in offense. And I think as we saw in the spring game, which spring games shouldn't tell you a lot, 
But I think when you see how much Shadur Sanders was throwing to Travis Hunter, I think it tells you that he wants to get the ball to Travis. And I mean, I can't blame him. Travis is one of the best athletes out there, best ball skills in the country, probably. Um, so obviously that helps as well. And then three, it helps for the future. Um, the more success that Travis Hunter has, the more success that recruits and the more attention that recruits will give to Colorado and the success it'll help them think they can have success. So for example, four-star Aaron Butler, who just committed to Colorado, I think within this past week, receiver, defensive back, same thing as Travis Hunter. Um, probably he's going to play two ways at Colorado. Once he gets here, um, once he gets there, you think that wasn't part of the pitch. We got Travis Hunter. He's going to ball out on both sides of the ball. Um, you don't have to pick one side of the ball yet. Um, you just got to ball out for us and you'll be fine because, and I've said this before, Every receiver thinks that they could play DB or safety. Every DB or safety thinks they could play receiver. Um, everybody thinks they could do everyone else's jobs. That's just how it works. So when you get, have guys that are actually capable of doing so, um, a lot of times they're always told to focus on one position. And when you see a guy like Travis Hunter, who's going to the next level, the highest level of college football, and playing both ways and doing so effectively, it kind of shows those kids that, hey, you don't have to just limit yourself to one position. So, I mean, the better Travis Hunter does, the better the Buffs do. And so I'm excited to see what he does. And I also, I want to see an end of the year ranking because right now he's at 31, um, which I feel like is pretty fair. Um, I would like to see how much, how high he moves up because if you look at like the top 10, Caleb Williams, best player in college football, I think that's pretty much undisputed. Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., Brock Bowers, Jared Verse, Harold Perkins, Olu Fashunu, um, that's an offensive tackle from Penn State, Joe Alt, offensive tackle from Notre Dame, Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama, Kalen King from Penn State. Um, like all these guys make sense. Like I'm not doubting any of these picks, but I want to see how far, how far up um Travis Hunter moves um in these rankings because I honestly think that he could find himself probably in the top 25, top 20, top 15, if it goes well, um, because he's got those ball skills and he's got everything that you need from um, a defensive back and receiver. I think he's just got to get used to playing both ways. And whew, Colorado fans, be excited about him. Um, this is a – even if they have other guys uh, playing both ways in Colorado, he might be the best one, regardless of class, regardless of who else is there. Um, I don't know if we're going to see another guy as good as Travis Hunter come through. So embrace him while he's there. Enjoy the moment. And – just be excited to be a bus fan. Um, before you guys, before we move on to our last segment of the day, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Bus your first listen every day. We are free, available wherever you get your podcasts. Everydayers, it's what I call my everyday listeners. You guys know who you are. I appreciate you guys. You're the Lockdown Bus squad. Um, Monday, we're probably going to be talking about some more Coach Prime criticism. I feel like it's coming out out of the woodwork right now. And so I got to break down and see if there's any validity to it or if they're just trying to maybe get some clicks off of coach prime's name, we'll find out the more we move on, but I'm just glad that you guys are here for every step of the way. So locked on buffs, make sure to like subscribe, share. I appreciate you guys. Um, moving on. I have some recruiting, um, some transfer portal updates for you guys. Um, starting with the high school ranks, because I feel like we always focus on the transfer portal. Colorado not only made the top five, for four-star Brandon Davis Swain, a defensive lineman who's a top 200 recruit. Um, he also has an official visit set for them. Um, so he will be coming on June 9th to, to Boulder. The Buffs are trying to get him with other programs like Purdue, Michigan, Auburn, and USC all in the mix. Um, 
excuse me, ranks as the number 182 player in the country, number 22 defensive lineman, and the number five player in the state of Michigan. Um, big body defensive lineman. Um, he's working up the recruiting ranks for sure. Uh, he definitely, I think the defensive line is a place that they're going to target heavily in the recruiting class just to get some more. Um, that was a position they hit the most in the transfer portal, I think. And so having guys at the high school level kind of come up and develop uh, with from within would make their lives a lot easier. And so Brandon Davis Swain on um, the bus were in his top five. And they're also obviously um, hosting him for an official visit, which is really important. I don't know if you guys remember Josh Newberg coming on the show, but he he always says that you have to be able to get these guys for an official visit. Um, because outside of the few guys that Coach Prime was able to get to commit when he took the job without them seeing the campus, um, he definitely has to – it's definitely important to get these guys on campus to kind of wow them and stuff. And so transfer portal updates. Um, let me give you – let me give it to you straight. Let me – let me. we we have a little bit of a – I don't want to say he's not a traitor um, because – he, I don't know if he was asked to leave or if he decided to leave. Jalen Sammy um, decided to reunite with Mel Tucker. That's the only reason I was joking that he's a traitor. Um, the f- former defensive tackle started 36 games for Colorado, started all 12 this past season, was all Pac-12 honorable mention. Um, he's going to be transferring to Mel Tucker, reunite with the, the his head coach for the 2019 season. Um, best of luck to him, best of luck to Mel Tucker. Their transfer portal class now ranks – I believe number 31, unless it was updated after I checked, but should be the number 31 class in the country. Uh, Mel Tucker is looking to sh- save his job. Um, he's a little bit, a little on the hot seat over there. So he's got to, got to turn things around. Um, and I think having Jalen Sammy in the middle of his defense line will certainly help. Um, and then also let me tell you guys about um, maybe one of the more interesting aspects of the Colorado transfer portal experience. Um, they're getting Juco guys as well, which junior call the junior call tree for those don't know. Um, they're hosting or they're pursuing and hosting, um, college of San Mateo cornerback Demetrius Freeney. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with the junior, junior college football level, uh, San, the college of San Mateo in California, um, up there in the Bay area is one of the best in the country. Um, Let's just call what it is. They're constantly producing D1 teams. They're literally just a team of D1 bounce backs for the most part or guys that should have gone D1 but didn't um, for grades or other reasons. Um, so this guy is going to be really good. He's six foot one, almost 200 pounds. Line, he has, he's 190. I, I consider that almost 200, 190, whatever. Um, he's going to Oklahoma, Houston, and Louisville. And then also he's going to visit Colorado. Um he had two interceptions, six pass breakups, and two fumble um, involvements in seven games as a true freshman at the College of San Mateo, uh, who won their first ever California Community College Athletic Association Football Championship, um, where they won 55-0. to zero. Uh, His stock started to take off as colleges were able to stop by College of San Mateo to watch him practice in person this spring. Um, and so... The defensive back room at Colorado, while the safeties are very strong, the corners I feel like are decent. Um, obviously, you have Travis Hunter, um, Omarion Cooper, uh, Cormani McLean's coming in, um, but some more depth never hurts. Um, they have a lot of safeties, whereas corners, they're not as deep. So landing a, an experienced uh, college-level guy could really help them out, and College of San Mateo is always the place to to look for top Juco guys. And so we'll I'll keep you guys updated on him and 
I'll keep you guys updated on all things locked on, but on all things Colorado Buffaloes, because that's what I do here at Locked On Buffs. I'm here for you. I'm here to be your your beacon of light for the Colorado Buffs. I'm here to be your daily uh, source. I'm here every single day producing Buff content for you guys because I know you guys want it. I know you guys need it. And so I appreciate you guys for tuning in. This has been another delightful episode of Locked On Buffs. I am your host Kevin Borbeth. Make sure to share this. Uh, make sure to subscribe. We're nearing 2,000 subscribers, which I really appreciate. Um, I have a lofty goal of 10,000 by week one. Don't know if we'll get there, but the closer we get, the more the more Buffs fans we get to interact with. Uh, make sure to drop questions for the mailbag. Um, I'm going to be doing a mailbag very soon, and I want you guys to be able to ask as many questions as possible about anything Colorado, anything college football. Um, just make sure to put like the little mailbag question in front of it, so that way I know. Um, Because sometimes you guys are just starting trying to start beefs in the comment section. I don't know. So make sure comment a mailbag thing and I'll take a look at all those. So that way we can discuss that later on. Again, this has been Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba. I appreciate you guys. I will see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.